In today's episode, we're speaking to Janisha Alora. Janisha is the founder of Soul Rich Women. She was a partner of cafe retail chain with the presence in three countries with 18 franchisees and licenses. She successfully exited to a public listed company um, company owner. She's a silver medallion global award 2020 winner. She's an international progressive women award 2019 winner, FLA franchiser of the year runner up to 2014 and many other accolades. Today we're speaking to Janisha about the money mindset for women who love the F word. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And I'm so excited. We have Janisha Alora again. Welcome, Janisha. Hello, girl. Thank you for having me on your show once again. We loved you last time you're here. Those of you who are, uh, you know, um, the regular listeners for our, for our Money Mindset with Gold Khan, you will know that we we featured Janisha on our Friday feature and we shared her story. What a story it was from someone from the depths of poverty to becoming a beauty queen, to becoming an entrepreneur, to becoming a six-figure earner, to seven-figure earner. Wow, what a journey. Beauty and brains, as I say. So we, we've already heard all of that. So for those of you who actually haven't, um, I promise you, you want to listen into that um, that episode. It was a phenomenal one. We had such positive feedback for it. All right. So today, Janisha, we're talking about money mindset for women who love the F word. <laughs> so get us started. So what do you mean by this? What, what's your, what kind of women are you thinking of? So just explain this title favorably. I think this is a title that speaks to women who deserve to have it all. Someone who is meant to own their F word, being fabulous, having freedom, financial independence, and a happy family. The, imagine a story of Cinderella when she was crying, sitting on the bench, and the stepsisters bullied her, and she was nowhere useful to go to the ball. She has nothing to wear, helpless and crying. Fairy godmother appeared with that magic wand in her hand. Bippity bubbity boop. And then... <laughs> Cinderella became the beautiful princess and went to the ball. Now imagine that you had the power in your hand. You were your own fairy godmother. There were no curfew at 12 midnight. There is no loss or there's no giving away the power. That power, you own it. And if you recognize that power within you, your diamond deserves to shine. So this is all about looking at the diamond today, why you deserve to shine and how you can make it happen for your own F word. Lovely. I love that. I love that. So the F word is being fabulous, fantastic, uh, financial freedom and family. You can have it all. You can have your cake. Have your cake and eat it. There's an old idea 
that you can either have money or or family and and or relationships and this therefore this con- completely throws out the park saying no you can have family and fabulous relationships and lots and lots of money you can have it all which is awesome so talk us through this so you know let's talk with this using Cinderella's example if you meet someone like that and there are plenty of Cinderella's out there by the way so the the sisters you know metaphorically the stepsisters could be the circumstances the ex-relationships you know whatever that could be beating them down so how does someone who's in that state you know who doesn't have access to you know (laughs) Um, some you know magical um, uh, you know a mother who comes and transforms her what would she do how would you how would they even recognize her? because remember Cinderella has to recognize the fact that she is in rags and she's in the in that state and she wants to go to the ball you know if if, she, if, if you don't have the mindset that you can get to the ball you won't even try so how do you even convince yourself that you can have it all metaphorically speaking so the ball in our in our in our uh, discussion would be Somebody who recognizes, yeah, I can have that. I can go to the ball. I can have the freedom, the financial freedom, the the family and great health and have it all right now. One of the first mindset you must be able to recognize is that you deserve to be rich because you add value to people's lives. Mm. Now, if I were to phrase it another way, it's I deserve to be rich because I add value into other people's lives. Now, let's break the word deserve. Now, deserve is serve, S-E-R-V-E. Mm-hmm. So when you serve someone, either with your talents, with your giftings, with your diamond that is within you, your skill set, your knowledge, for so many months and so many years that you've gone through either your experience, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, you deserve to be rich. Most often than not, I see women saying that, oh, you know, I, I don't deserve to be paid uh, because, you know, I'm so new or I'm pivoting or I don't feel good enough. Mm. I, I don't think I'm adequate in my skill set. Oh, there's someone else better than me out there, like the Marie Folio or the Oprah Winfrey or the Janisha Allura. But hey, I'm not asking you to be us. I'm asking you to be you. You deserve to be rich when you value into people's lives. So remember this mantra and it will definitely help you in little, little ways, baby, baby steps to get started to make money, whether it's online or offline. Love it. So you need to recognize that you deserve money because you are adding value to someone else. And I I completely agree with that because there's only two ways you can actually make money. And both ways involve solving problem, other people's problems. And that is you can either solve other people's problems through your, through your product or through your services. And when you are solving other people's problems, you are adding value to their life. Exactly the same thing, which I absolutely love it at all. So the first step is to recognize when you are solving other people's problems, you are adding value to their life and in therefore you deserve to be paid. So that's great. Okay, so that's the first step, Janisha. First step is recognizing that you deserve wealth by because you're adding value to someone else's life. What do you offer? So once you recognize it, um, how, you know, how do you go about actually creating that idea that, yeah, okay, um, but how much wealth and what do you do? You know, what's the next step after that? So after you recognize that you deserve to be rich, 
because you add value to other people's lives, then you will need to have that product and offering. Yeah. Most often than not, there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of uh, people out there doing stuff that's similar to you. If you look left, you look right, someone's doing the same similar thing to you. If you look left and you look right, someone's doing almost the same thing as you. So what you can do to make a difference would be first, you need to be authentic, be you, mm-hmm. and then plus the experience or whatever that you have taken, put it together and do that one thing. Now, the formal usually kicks in fear of messing out. That means mm-hmm. I want to have kids. I want to help children. I want to have teenagers, the men, the women, the, the elderly. I want to help everybody, the, the single moms, the stay-at-home moms. I want to help everyone. So that most often than not is the biggest mistake that I see yeah. in the community. So when you want to add value to people's lives, start with one. Agreed. And then use 10 different ways, figuratively, 10 different ways to talk about the same thing or that one thing. Mm-hmm. That means if you are doing selling a skincare product, find 10 different ways to talk about that same thing creatively instead of finding 10 products to only have that one bullet to talk about each of that single product in waste more time and energy, right? Mm. Especially when you are pivoting or you're new, you're just starting out, you want to be looking at how you can be really laser focused to get that you know, momentum going. And if you had a budget of marketing dollars of $1,000, imagine having 10 different target audience or people whom you want to help Versus the one product that help a specific group, the $1,000 of marketing dollars could be more readily used for that purpose that you want to do. For example, to get them to buy into your offer or your irresistible offer. Now, the next step will be looking at that one thing. Okay, Janisha, you said about the one thing. All right, I've done the one thing, but nobody buys. So that is the next thing I want to solve for you, which is when you have the one thing that nobody buys at $5,000, then that's too expensive. You need to bring it down to something that can build your no-like trust score. Something that allows people to relate to you or to buy in at a low-hanging fruit or a whatever the amount could be, $37, $47, depending whether you're selling digital products or a physical product to get them to say yes to you, building a small agreements for you. Mm. So and- let, me, let, me, let me recap that. So the, the second step after that is, is picking your audience. We talk about this niching down and I, I've, I've heard this many, many times where you, when, you, when you talk to everybody, you're talking to nobody. So you're saying we need to speak to a specific audience and have this one product which can absolutely transform their lives and find 10 ways or creative ways to talk about this one product which is going to transform the lives of this one particular audience. That's step number two. Step number three is then what was step number three? What was next after that? Yes. So so moving from sell to everybody, Mm -hmm. sell to nobody, Mm -hmm. speak to one speak to many then we move to love your customers more than you love your product now this is this is another thing that i see so yes you share my product it's priced at the lowest price now as you have mentioned you know i I want to get people to trust me and buy into my idea and then to the sound of the crickets Mm -hmm. and it's usually because 
you love your product more than you love your customer? Mm-hmm. Are you creating a product that someone wants? Are you having a product that someone already desire only with that momentum being mm. built you need not waste the time to do the education part and you can move into building the trust and relationship move and then moving into the selling part so love your customers more than you love your product say for example when I started running a membership program. I used to charge $1,000 a single year and then $700. I tried different price points, $300, depending on the value that we are giving. Eventually, after traveling Southeast Asia for the last three years, and I realized that because of the earnings of the women in Southeast Asia between $250 US to $500 USD, you know, $12 a month membership price point it's a sweet spot for them to get started, to learn something a little bit more structured, to get into the online space. So when you get customer to buy into your product because you love them first and then creating that around that need or what we call solving the problem, one problem immediately will allow them to come to you. Now you see, Having all this technical knowledge and, okay, this is just a good strategy, you must also remember this one thing, which is that you must also be a generous giver and an excellent receiver. A lot of times I see women doing one way. Mm. They're like, okay, I'm giving, 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 giving. And after a while, they burnt out mm. because, oh, yes, I must give value because, you know, we teach you about giving value. You must have irresistible offer. You must love your customer more than you love your product. It's all about giving. But are you receiving? Are you able to open your heart and receive money to receive feedback, to receive growth and ability to receive masterminding what kind of like a bouncing board with your mentor or coach to get yourself to the next level so that is something you want to be looking into as well Mm. so i am a generous giver and i am an excellent receiver love that okay so this is something another another um i think core belief that you need to have i am a generous giver and i'm what kind of receiver an excellent, an excellent. So that's it. I'm a generous, a generous uh, giver and giver. an ec- excellent receiver, which is absolutely essential because it needs to be the ebb and flow of everything. That's that has to be the ebb and flow of, of life in general. What you give out, you what you should receive. But it's when you give out with with unconditional love, you receive too, and be in expectation mode to receive, which I love. Okay, so that's great. So we've talked about different strategies. So you know, you need to, uh, and I love the idea that you talk about. You need to love your audience more than your product. And instead of forcing a product down your client's throat, figure out what your client's needs are. And I love the fact that you actually looked at your market audience and say, okay, what, who am I trying to help? Where are their income points? What can they afford? And how can, they, how can I support them? And support them in that manner, which is awesome, right? Which is awesome. So what would we do next? So after we recognize we have to instill this belief, what's the next step thereafter? So after you have really figured out your product, you have also put in a belief where you are excellent receiver as well. Now the next step is to, of course, to build your multiple sources of income. Hmm. Now, when you have that one leg, what we call that one leg where you can 
make that money, you want to duplicate it. Mm. So that's the next step to build multiple sources of income. Now, this is a next mantra that I would like to give to you um, is that when you want to build multiple sources of income, it is possible. Even though you're a solopreneur or even though you are just starting out or even though now you already have established business, it's learning to delegate out your time so that you can focus on your zone of genius. Mm. One of the biggest leadership or self-leadership ability in your online business or your business online is to be able to delegate out. I know some of you may say, I have no money. I have no time. I don't know who to hire. These days, hiring is really easy. Finding the money is in, in every, everything that you're doing. If you go for massage, if you go for manicure, pedicure, you go and you know, color your hair, you wash your hair, whatever that, that takeout that you're doing right now, all these little money that is spent or any subscription that is flooding or flowing out could be potential money for your hire. Hmm. $50 a week or $50 a month whatever that amount may feel comfortable for you to outsource and delegate one task out that you simply hate to do. For example, bookkeeping. So if you hate to do that in your business, you need to look at your expenses and all these numbers, hire someone to do it. You don't don't have time for social media, hire that someone to do it. So to build multiple sources of income, it's important to look into growing external help so that you can focus on your zone of genius because you don't want to be busy with busyness. You want to be busy with the right things Mm. and not be in the business, but rather to be on top of your business. So that's something you want to be looking at, especially you are growing your multiple sources of income because you can't do it alone. Even for me, when I built up to my first million dollars, Um, In the online space in 2013, I did not do it alone. I had a lot of different team members on the team, whether it's part-time or full-time, to grow my cafe retail chain to three countries. And with 18 franchises and licensees, we have hundreds of employees to grow and do this business together. So definitely, there must be a way for you to do that. Even for Soul Rich Woman today, we have a team of 28 employees, remote across the world, doing and helping us in the back end, the front end and handling customer service and things like that. So if you want to build multiple sources of income, you must be the brain and not the choke point of your business. Love that. Okay. So I absolutely love that. So you need to think is one thing that I, I, I think I want to add to is people forget that time is commodity as well. It really is. And it's actually more valuable than money because you can't get back in time. And if you want to make more money, you need to use your specialized time well. And this is where it comes in that you need to delegate tasks. And I love it. As an entrepreneur, you have to, you know, you know Rome, as I say, Rome wasn't built in a day and it wasn't built by one person. You have to, whatever you're building, you need the support, you need the help. And rather than working in the business, work on the business in terms of being, you know, hiring people, getting them to delegate in tasks that you really don't want to do and get them to do that. And then you can focus more of your time and energy on your zone of genius, which means you can make more money, which is amazing, amazing. And I love that. And I, I think people need to recognize that, you know, it's a, some, it's a task that I was told to do by one of my mentors early on, which was write down everything that you're doing 
and um you know that all the tasks in the, in the daily tasks like chores you know like because we are in the uk i think you're in asia so it's very common for you to have house help in uk it's it's not very unless you're very very rich it's not very usual to have a house help but he said you know he knew he talked about it you know delegate write everything out and i recommend everybody who's listening write out everything you're doing at the moment in and out of your business so in your home you know are you cooking are you cleaning are you doing the laundry blah 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 write all this down and take see how much time it takes taking you especially if you're a woman because the women i think do this task more than men do men do as well nowadays but women especially and then on your business as well bookkeeping um, social media whatever whatever all the tasks that you have and especially the ones you really don't like i really don't like bookkeeping i don't like social media posting or all that rubbish so yeah write those things out and then see how much time is taking from you and if your time is worth 200 bucks and you're spending 2 hours doing tasks which can be delegated for someone for 20 bucks there's a big discrepancy there and that will help you to change your mindset in terms of i can't afford to pay like i can't afford not to pay you know one of my things is before my household i i hate ironing this means at 3 hours a week and that's like i can pay someone at 10 pounds an hour 20 pounds an hour or something that's 60 pounds whereas my time is 1000 pounds an hour you know so there's there's a big discrepancy and you can really see in black and white and when you do that you can absolutely follow your advice janisha <laughs> you need to delegate your tasks to people that you one you don't want to do and two you can um, utilize the time for working on the own your own zone journeys and expanding your you know, source of income. So what's the next step there yeah. after those, those, I think those are very, very powerful steps. What do you do next? Yeah. So exactly. I want to add on to the time part because a lot of people, when they are in a full-time job or mm. being employed, they are being paid a salary. And then when they transit or pivot into yeah. entrepreneurship, they're just doing like butter trading. They're just doing pro bono work. And I mean, I'm not saying you're lazing around, but you're not fully maximizing or utilizing your time mm. just as you are doing your work. And even though you're doing your work now, how are you looking at that salary? that you want to earn and how much is your time worth per hour? Mm. So that is a question that you really need to ask yourself. Of all the things that you are doing, sometimes we do need to do a little bit of butter trading in, in case you, you are new and you, you don't have testimonials, you don't have stuff going on around you. It's okay, but put down a number like I want to do 10, 10 cases or 10 clients or five or eight, whatever the number may be, lock it down and then from then on I'm going to charge and then it goes it goes back to the mindset of I get rich doing what I love I get the F word doing what I love and I deserve to be rich when because I add value to other people's lives so having these mantras in your mind it helps you to do the strategy aspect and the execution part, mm-hmm. plus the soul of it all, which is the purpose of why you do what you do. And that is key to unlock the diamond within you so that you deserve to shine. So the next step after you unlock the possibility of the time factor, you want to be looking into how are you, after you build your multiple source of income, you're delegating, okay? And that aspect onwards, then how are you systemizing further to really leverage time so that you can be on top of your business? And that will be the next part. If you're scaling up to 1 million to 5 million, that, that will be a done a ball game altogether, which already what I'm doing, there are managers in place. We have 
employees, we have managers and the, the people report to them. So they're different teams altogether. So it's all about scaling and, and stuff like that. So for me, really looking into not being the bottleneck is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And, and always focus on marketing and really bringing that sales and marketing piece that a, a lot of people sometimes forget mm-hmm. because they're stuck in the operational work. Like I must get the best camera, the best microphone, and must write my script for my podcast, but never got started. Or I want to do an online business. I need to build my funnel. I need to write my messaging, which is, which is good, but you're often stuck in the red race of entrepreneurship. So I have this analogy or I would I say theory about entrepreneurship. In fact, even though people say nine to five employee, you are in a red race. I have a theory that entrepreneurs have a red race as well. You are constantly fear of missing out. You're constantly chasing something new. You're constantly looking for the bright, shiny object, thinking that there's some other gurus or someone is better than you or someone's doing something different. And what's the latest out there? I give an example. Look at Clubhouse, which is the latest mm. at this time of recording. It's the latest kid yeah. on the block. But everyone is flocking and say, oh, I, I want to be on Clubhouse. I'm going to be there. You see, you really need to decide where your customers are at. Mm. Of course, if you're building a great personal brand, you are looking into that. Yes, be on Clubhouse and, and do the thing that you want to do and be a leader on that platform. But if you're really good in content creation, you love to create videos. TikTok may be a really good platform for you mm. to build your following, right? And if you are serving a group of people who are still on Facebook, then there's no need for you to be everywhere. Think about the house that you want to build. Mm. Do you want to build many houses that is empty, full of cobwebs, under-maintained? Or do you want to build a home, listen to the keyword, a home where your audience in the online space feels constantly welcomed by you, feels that wow, when they are at your home in the online space, whether it's a Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Clubhouse, wherever that may be for you. Imagine, how would that translate into sales eventually? How would it translate into adding other uh, value into other people's lives. So when you have that understanding that you don't have to be everywhere, mm. that is key to really utilizing your energy and being able to utilize your energy for twenty in a 24 hours uh, kind of space. So that's something that is very important uh, when especially you're moving online. Agreed. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I think you need to, this, I think the, the shiny object syndrome comes from an aspect of fear that somehow somebody has a magic pill or magic button that you can press and all of a sudden you know, you'll be floodgates open and you'll have all this money. Whereas it doesn't matter which platform you go on, you still have to do the work. You still have to put the groundwork in. And you know it depends on what you're comfortable with. I, I, I am most comfortable audio, hence podcast is my home. If somebody else, I used to be on Facebook and I'm, I'm comfortable with video too. So Facebook used to be my first home and I still is to some extent, but podcast has become my new norm. 
It's what you are happy with and the way you can give the most value. I think that's what you need to focus on rather than having to jump on Facebook. And I know, I know we have some people, there's, I know there's somebody who, who, who talks about going on Facebook and YouTube and Clubhouse and LinkedIn. And, and she, I find that person very, very exhausting. She's lovely, but I find it very exhausting. And it works for her. It really does work for her. She is literally omnipresent <laughs> at times um, all over the place, whereas I'm not so much. And I, but she, we both have very successful businesses in just in different forms. So yes, it can work. I think there are, there are, there are people out there who are pushing the idea that if you want to be doing it, you should be hustle, hustle, hustling. And you need to be, you need to be on Facebook. You need to be on Twitter. You need to be on LinkedIn. You should be posting three, four times a day. That gets really exhausting. Don't you think? I think the the key thing is whatever that suits your lifestyle and Mm. suits your, your business uh, momentum. I think like a thought leader like Gary Vaynerchuk would tell you that go on to all the platforms where you are, you know, wherever there's a platform, get get on it, you know, reach out to more and more people. But like I say, some of us are mothers, you know, you know we, are, we have wear multiple hats, there are different mm. priorities in life. Pick a battleground that you can be victorious in yeah. because your diamond deserves to shine and not be shaken and broken because of the the feeling of inadequacy of oh I'm not on Twitter I'm not on this platform that platform I'm losing out and that formal part that really gets to you and it's eating you alive inside mm. and that is not what we want to to go online I mean the purpose of us going online is to really thrive and be be purposeful in every single strategy that we execute. We can't be perfect in every piece that we are doing. I mean, when we move towards, let's say we put a goalpost 50 yards away from us, yeah, to to maybe the 30 yard point, we want to move the goalpost to the right. And that's fine because if we move forward, life is not a walk in the park. You know, business is never just a straight line. So we want to find and define our success, define our worth in the in our own playing field, right? So really look into how you're thriving and being positively, I would say, you know, magnetic in the sense that you are really being able to live up to your potential Mm. rather than hustling because someone said so. It's great to have a reference, but not great when it's just F-O-M-O. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. Thank you so much, um, Janisha. Janisha, thank you so much for your kind work, you know, your, your time and your wisdom today. Where can we connect with you? How can we in touch with you for more? Uh, and I'm going I'm to ask you to do a quick recap as well after this. But, you know, where can we in, in touch with you to see how can we learn more from you? Well, you can connect with me at on Facebook, LinkedIn or Instagram at Janisha Alora, G-E-N-E. C-I-A-A-L-L-U-O-R-A, Janisha Allura. Or you can listen to my podcast, SoulY, S-O-U-L-W-H-Y.com. Or just simply search in Spotify or Apple Podcast for women who love the F word. I think with just these two search words, you'll be able to find my podcast show. And I have two free gifts for you. Uh, first and foremost, Secrets of Personal Branding. 
this is a book they've written and I believe they can help you to build a personal brand from offline to online. And also, how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you can function in your zone of genius and make money online? And that's available at soulrichwoman.com. S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. Soulrichwoman.com. Thank you so much, um, Janisha. So Janisha, can you just give us a quick recap of all the steps we talked spoke about today? How, you know, how, uh, as we, the topic for today was money mindset for women who love the F word. So we talk about how you deserve to be rich when, mm-hmm. and because you add value in someone or other people's lives. We also talk about how you can build up your personal, I would say a strategy to, love your customers more than you love your product. We'll also talk about how you can really have an abundance mindset to look into when you are working on yourself. That's when you are an excellent receiver as well. And then be able to develop multiple sources of income and then delegating 80% of your to-do list so that you can be on your business and not in your business and not be a choke point for your business because you have a diamond that is within you and you deserve to shine. Make it happen. Go from stuck to unstoppable without changing who you are, even if no one believes in you or stand by you. Thank you so much, Anisha. What a, what a point to end on. Thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. And we have to have you back again at some point to you know, sprinkle more, more of your wisdom to us and give us some more golden nuggets. For those watching or listening to this podcast, all of the links that Janisha just mentioned will be, if you're, if you're listening to this on the podcast, they will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, down below, we'll have them all in the description so that you have easy access to them. Go and check out Janisha. She's an amazing entrepreneur, an amazing human being, and someone I, I, I love and adore. I think it's amazing. So I will be back. Thank you so much for listening today. I will be back with another amazing guest on our Money Talkie segment, talking about or sharing their wisdom and helping us to build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Gokhan Khan and Janisha Laura signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.